Welcome back to another episode of the Balcony Chatter Podcast. I am your host, Andrew McKenney, and I'm back. I'm here solo, but I'm back from New York, and I got some stuff to talk about. I want to talk about the Bruins game against the Islanders, um, talk about where what we have coming up, and what's going on with the Bruins. So with Tim not being here, it'll probably be a Celtics-free podcast today, even though we got the All-Star game coming up and the break and all that, but... Um, we have one more week before I go to California and Tim and I'll squeeze in one more episode and then we'll be recording together again um, once I get out there after the Bruins take on the Kings and the Ducks. So I'm looking forward to that, getting back out there, finally getting a chance to go see the Bruins on the road in California, see them at, I'm still going to call it the Staples Center, and then I forget, I think the Ducks play at the Honda Center or something like that. But looking forward to checking out both of those places. I've never been. I've only been to California one another time before. So it uh, should be fun. And Tim will make sure that, you know, we he knows, he knows the place a lot more than I do. So looking forward to him kind of giving me the, the tour again. So, but before I get into... Um, what is currently going on with the Bruins, I do want to talk about the road trip a little bit. So we went down to UBS Arena, check it out again. Really nice stadium. I mean, I know I said this the last time that I came back from there, but I'm a big fan. I think it fits in really well with the, you know, it's right next to the racetrack in Belmont, and it it's it's a cool place. You know, I, I really enjoyed going there, and I look forward to going back again. Unfortunately, both times that I've gone down there have been losses, so maybe I shouldn't go back. We'll see, but that will be next season anyway. But overall, I mean, it's a, it's a cool place, super clean, brand new. Uh, it has some cool outdoor areas for fans to kind of get out. And on a nice day where, thankfully, when I went down, it was pretty nice out. I mean, it was 60 degrees on the drive down, so getting to go out and enjoy some of those outdoor areas is, is always fun, uh, especially, you know, with the way that everything is now with COVID and all that getting outside is probably the best bet. So it was cool. And like I said, unfortunately the Bruins didn't really show up again. They had the, they scored the first goal and then kind of just were lazy from there. Taylor Hall finally got a goal. I mean, he's been due for a while, so that was nice to see, but it wasn't even that great of a goal. It was kind of a, a fluky snuck it by the goalie on a no angle shot, which a goal is a goal, don't get me wrong, but, you know, it's not the Taylor Hall that we've kind of expected to see this year. I, I think that there's a lot to be desired with his play, and I think that he's been fine, but we're talking about a guy who won the Hart Trophy, you know, a few years back, and we're really not seeing that type of player out of Taylor Hall yet. And I know that he's going to be here for a couple of years, and I'm and I'm happy about that. You know, he's a great player, and I really like watching him, and I think that he maybe he's slumping. Maybe he's just they're asking him to do, do too big of a role with Pasta. I mean, with Marshan being out, thankfully Bergeron was back against the Islanders the other night, but didn't really seem to do a whole lot for us. So we're, we're desperately, we're missing Marshan, and you could tell. You could see that. And I'll get into that in a little bit, but overall the team isn't really doing what they need to be doing. With that, I will say that I think our best line for the past couple of games have been Coyle, Smith, and Frederick. For some reason, they're built to play together very well. They complement each other, and 
I think that it's a it's a nice thing to see when the lines get shuffled up like that that you have players that maybe didn't you didn't realize could play that well together and then they end up playing well together. So I've really liked what I've seen from them. Frederick is playing probably the best hockey that he's played in his career so far. He's playing physical. He's he's scored goal or scored a goal, uh, and he's just out there really putting in the the effort, and you can you can see that. So happy with with that, and looking forward to seeing more of those guys play together. Even when Marshan comes back, I would think that they're going to keep them together since they've played decent so far. But you never know. Um, but I think our biggest problem, and it's something that I've said a million times so far this season, is defense. You know, our goaltending is not really an issue right now. Yes, we let up four goals. One of them was an empty net against the Islanders, but they've been pretty solid, and they're not getting the offensive support that they need from from all. There's no secondary scoring. There's no scoring at all. I mean, we're not going to win games one to nothing. It's just not going to happen. So. We need, we need some scoring to start, and we need the defense to really step up. I mean, Cassidy had a pretty interesting comment when he was asked about the defense after practice. He, he basically said, we have a lot of nice guys on our team, and we need, to, we need to be more like pricks, to be honest with you. And I couldn't really agree more. I think we've said that all year is that we need that physicality, we need that meanness, and we just don't have it. You know, McAvoy's the only one that really stands up when, it, when it's necessary and really tries to get the team going and... We need more than that. And Cassidy also said, I don't know if we're always going to be that guy, but we'd like Vakaninen to develop into a shutdown guy that can be a little harder to play against. You know, we'd like the whole decor to bring a little more of that, even though they're not by nature. But just as a six-some every night, like Charlie McAvoy when he brings in physicality, when J.G. Pajot hit Carlo the other night and you see Charlie all of a sudden, that competitive competitiveness ramps up. And he didn't get hit, his teammate did, and we need more of that from the whole group. And again, like, I, I hate, to, hate to harp on or keep going back to 2011 because it's a completely different, like, the, the league is completely different now than it was. But if, if anybody got hit, somebody was going to answer for it. Um, everybody on the defensive end of the puck was always going to stand up. And you really don't have that now. And again, I know that it's different, but you have to have it. It's As much as they want to say that fighting's out of the game and physicality is out of the game, it's just not the case. You know, we really need guys who are going to be tough and who are going to stick up for their teammates. And um, I think that we have the physicality, but I don't know if players are afraid of getting hurt, if it's just not their style. But Carlo's huge. Vakaninen's huge. Uh, McAvoy, obviously, we've seen what he could do this year with that. But they just, they really need to be tougher. Carlo doesn't really have an excuse. You know, Vakaninen's still fairly new to the to the league. He's only been in the league one or two years. But um, Carlo's been in the league for a while now. He knows what's necessary. He knows what's needed. And it to me, it has to be that he's afraid of getting injured. I don't know. It has to be something like that. But... We're, we're not, it's not looking good right now. I mean, we lost to Pittsburgh. We lost to Carolina. We beat Ottawa, which we should have. We play Ottawa again, and we, we should beat them again. But we lost to the Rangers. We lost to the Islanders. I mean, it's not great right now. And teams are going to take notice that 
were easy to push around. And a team like Colorado, who's coming in on Monday, they should completely destroy us. They are arguably the best team in the league. And they're tough. They can be when when needed. So they should be able to to just crush us. And I hope that's not the case, but we'll still be without Martian as his suspension was upheld yesterday by Bettman. To the surprise of nobody, I would think. I mean, if you're surprised that they kept that, I, I don't know what to tell you. I mean, he's he he his reputation is what got him those games. And it's just it, I'm not surprised at all that it didn't get brought down, that it didn't get um I'm I'm just not surprised. And I don't think anybody should be. If this was an eight game suspension or whatever and and he didn't have the reputation he had and he it still got upheld, then I would be surprised. But he's going to be out for those games and we're going to have to continue to figure it out. And I don't know. You know, you got to hope that he learns from that suspension, but it's Marshan and I doubt it. So, I mean, we have some tough games coming up we got Ottawa which is not shouldn't be a tough game we have Colorado again that is a tough that's a tough one Seattle coming up we should be able to beat them that's on the road first time going out there I was hoping to go out there this year but ticket prices are absolutely insane so I think I'll wait maybe the hype will die down because they're such a bad team and I'll be able to go next year but you know looking forward to watching that on TV seeing what the crowd is like and seeing how how the team does at home but I think that a lot of people wanted to make the trip but couldn't justify the ticket prices at this point and I'm not going to be at San Jose but then Tim and I will be at both LA and Anaheim looking forward to those ones and and uh you know having a good time but again the Bruins need to figure it out there's not a lot of games I mean there's there's enough games left and we're in a in a decent spot, but I mean, we're not a team that can stay and hang with these other teams that are, that we would have to play Carolina, Florida, or Tampa. You know, I don't think that any of these teams, I think it would be a major upset. We would be the underdogs for sure. And it would be tough, but you got to play out the season. You got to see what they do at the deadline and again, I don't want to get too far into that, but you know, I think that the deadline this year really affects what happens with Patrice Bergeron at the end of the year. Whether he goes somewhere else, whether he decides to retire, I think that he's kind of waiting to see what happens and see if the the management will make the moves necessary to make them into a cup contender. And I think that that's day by day getting harder to do. Because you were hoping that some of these other guys were going to step up and really come into a role. Secondary scoring was going to come around. Goaltending was, you were going to have Tuka Rask, and that obviously isn't happening now. Um, but it's getting tougher and tougher because we're losing games. Players aren't playing to their potential. And it, we're, it goes from being one piece away to two or three pieces away to now you're not even close. You know, we would need to get two high-end players. Like, I'm talking a, a top-pairing defenseman and a top-six forward in order for us to be considered as a team that is that 
has a shot. And that top six forward has to be a second line center, in my opinion, because think about it. It's not going to be, you're not going to replace the wing. You're not going to replace any of the wingers. And your second line center is really the weakest link on those top two lines. So I don't know what they're going to do, but it's going to be interesting to see because, and, and, and again, I think it really has a lot to do with what happens with Bergeron at the end of the year. And I hate to say it because I would hate to see this be his last year, you know, this team be the one that he leaves on because of it being mediocre. He still has some something left in the tank, it seems like. I mean, he's still playing very well. Obviously, he's not scoring like he was, but, you know, he, he's never been known to be a 40-goal scorer, so it's you, you kind of take other... Um, other skill sets of his, and that's why he's one of the best players in the league, whether it's face-offs or his two-way play or his assists or just the leadership. So I think that, you know, you really have to go in at the deadline in the offseason for him to consider staying. I don't know why he would stay otherwise. And I think that it's not just about... So realistically, we need three players, I guess. We need the two that are going to really improve our offense and our defense. And then I think that you need somebody who is tough. I don't want a goon. I'm not saying that. But you need a player who can drop the gloves and who can play a role to energize the the third or fourth line, whatever that is. I always think about a player like, like Reeves or like Matt Martin who doesn't have all the skill in the world but can energize your bench, can energize your team, um, gets in the head of other players, can fight when necessary. That's the type of player that we need right now. And they're not just, they're not as accessible in the league as they used to be. You know, every team used to have one or two of those guys. But it's just not the case right now. And I don't know if that's some what you need to do some searching on and find one of those guys, but I hope that something like that happens. And then when we get a third or fourth line player at the deadline, everyone will get all mad, all the fans see this is all he's going to do and this is blah 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 but it's a it's a necessary role that this team absolutely needs right now and another thing that points to that as to why they need that is look at what Marshan did i mean he's an, he's an agitator but we need him not to be that he could have been that early in his career and that's great but he's a goal scorer now and of course he's going to chirp forever he's going to do stupid things but he needs to do stupid things and chirp enough that it doesn't get him in trouble. Like, be annoying, be irritating, but you can't be swinging your stick at players. You can't be sucker-punching players when they're not looking in the side of the head. Like, that that kind of stuff will get you suspended. And it shouldn't be Martian that's doing things. I'm not, I'm not approving what he did. But it shouldn't be Martian who's in there mixing it up with players to get them to draw a penalty or whatever. That's not his job anymore so they need somebody who's willing to do that whether it's another agitator or somebody who's willing to just drop the gloves with anyone but it's a necessary role and I hope that they are at least looking at somebody that they might be able to get for that we're not getting this guy to score 20 goals it's just not the case I hope that they go for it and I hope that they also trade Jake DeBrusque it's long past due you know obviously he wants out of here and he's playing okay but it's going to get to a point where he's either going to get hurt and you're going to get nothing or he's just going to stop really putting in all that effort because 
he's not going to get traded. And I get that the deadline is basically, I think, a month away now. But what what is what is taking so long? I understand that teams are probably hesitant on getting him as well because he would have to be signed in order for it to make sense for them too. Because if not, he's just going to test free agency and walk away at the end of the year for them. But he has to be useful to somebody. And I just I don't know if Sweeney's just being too picky about what he's willing to take for Jake DeBrusque. But, I mean, he's played a lot of games since he requested that trade. Sinitian has also played a lot of games since he requested a trade. What happens when these guys get hurt? And they're hurt past the deadline. Then you're stuck. Then you're going to lose them for nothing in the offseason or whatever. I don't know what Sinitian's contract is like, and I know that he's an AHL player, but I would imagine that, you know, he's a, he's a good AHL player. I would argue maybe a great AHL player. So he's probably worth something in a trade to a team who's looking for young talent and looking for future talent. So if he gets hurt, it's it's useless. You're done. You're not going to get anything. So those two things I think need to happen, and I hope that they do. But it doesn't seem like Sweeney's in any rush. And I'm very interested to see what happens with this deadline and this offseason because a lot of people are already and have already been fire Sweeney, get him off this this team. He's not making the right moves. They're saying the same thing about Neely. I mean, imagine how hard that job is. I don't want that job. No matter what you do, it's going to be the wrong move. If you if you picked up a player who was amazing, say, say if he picked up Jack Eichel somehow in uh, at the trade deadline, and then Eichel got hurt the next the next game, it would be Sweeney's fault. Oh, they picked up a guy who's made of glass. They picked up a this. They and no, no matter what, it's never going to be a good move for the fan base. And I think it's it's a tough job that a lot of people think is easy, and I think that if they were put into that position, they would see it in a different light. Now, I've had my criticisms with Sweeney. I've also been Team Sweeney since he's been here, so I'm letting the trade deadline go, the offseason go, see what happens. But again, if Bergeron was to leave because of him, then we got problems. But I think that He's definitely working the phones, but we, we're we always working the phones. Every year we look at the trade deadline and we see, oh, well, the Bruins are in on this guy and in on that guy, and then, you know, come deadline day they go somewhere else. And maybe they got a better offer or whatever it is, but right now looking at the Bruins, it's not exactly a, de- a, a destination that players want to go to. I mean, we aren't really a cup contender. Maybe we're... F- three pieces away from that, but that's a lot. That's a lot of pieces. So it makes more sense to go from a team like Arizona to a team like Boston because there's definitely more of a shot, but I I mean they're not we're not exactly a destination like Florida or Carolina or Tampa or Colorado right now. So if any of those four teams are on the table because they're going all in to try to make a push to win the cup a player is going to want to go there. It's not always up to the player, obviously, but some sometimes it is. I mean, that that obviously it plays a factor into where they go and what their agent wants and, and all of that. 
So it's going to be an interesting couple weeks going up to the deadline, and I hope that some moves get made. But in the meantime, the Bruins need to get some points. I mean, these point, we're going to start slipping fast in the in the standings. And it's not it's not something that we can just let happen. Because a lot of teams are going to take advantage of where we are and what they can if they can slide into a playoff spot and I think that it's pretty, you know, we're pretty far ahead as far as that goes. The next closest team is not not very close to us. Um, actually I shouldn't say that Detroit's only six points behind us and that six points if we it's not a lot to lose we're, we're the very last team in a playoff spot right now we're eight points behind Washington and pretty far you know nine ten points behind um, Toronto for a spot in the actual Atlantic so it's not it's a close race now that you look at Detroit kind of creeping up on you. You keep losing games. It's not it's not a good look. I believe we play to, uh, Detroit this year again at least once. So those games could really matter depending on where you're at in the standings. If we don't start getting some points out of some of these games, then we're going to be in some serious trouble and in, an, in a place where we might just miss the playoffs altogether. So I, it's concerning, but I think that it's fixable. I think that it's okay right now, but I hate to be in this spot. You know, obviously we want to be in an actual spot in the Atlantic, but that's not that doesn't seem like it's going to be a possibility this year. I'll take a wild card spot, but if nothing gets done at the deadline, we're a first-round exit anyway. So a lot a lot of um, time will tell at this point because without getting some points here, we're in serious trouble. This season's going to end quick. And I think that I, I wish I knew exactly how many games we have left, but I think it's uh, it's under 40. That's for sure. So we're more than halfway through the season. Obviously, we could go on a tear. We could win 10 games in a row. We could win nine games straight or whatever, you know, like we did earlier. But it's got to happen soon because if we go the opposite way, then we're done. So, yeah, I mean, I guess that this wasn't as positive as I had hoped that it would be. There's not a lot of positive things to talk about with the team right now as it stands, but hopefully when Martian comes back, hopefully some moves get done before the deadline and we can make a push, make a run. I don't know. I think that there is something to being the underdog. I mean, we saw that in 2011. We had no business winning the Cup in 2011 against Vancouver. They should have completely demolished us. And a lot of the players actually, you know, they say that it, they probably would have lost if they didn't put that dirty hit on Horton. It kind of, like, poked the bear. It woke them up. So anything can happen in the playoffs. Any team can have a bad series. It's a seven-game series, and anything can happen, but... I, I don't hate being the underdogs, but you got to make it there first. And you have to have a team that's even remotely possible to play hard and be hot and be a, a threat, you know? So I hope that that act is what happens with us, but as of right now, we need some moves. We need some help, and we need some players to start scoring. Pasta goes on a 10-game goal streak or, or point streak or whatever, and then he goes cold for... 
10 games. You know, we need him to come around and, and really be a force in order for this team to do well. So, again, a lot of time will tell. I'm looking forward to seeing what happens. I hope that we can turn it around. I hope that we can get Marshan back and he is mad about the suspension. Although, again, he kind of earned what he got. Hope that he's mad about the suspension and he takes it out on the back of the net. And I don't know. There's a lot of question marks on this team right now. A lot of people are questioning if Cassidy is the guy for the job, which I think is crazy. I mean, he hasn't had a bad season yet. Let's give him let's give the guy a break here. But we need something to change, whether that's the defense being stronger, being tougher, the offense scoring more, the coaching being better, all of the above. I don't know what it may be, but something's got to happen. And I hope that it does. We got some easy games coming up, but we have some tough games coming up, so we need to get those points in the games that are easy. Ottawa, if you don't get two points, that's a problem. Should have had two points against the Islanders. We didn't, obviously, so take it out on the on the Senators now. Get that win. Get those two points because you're. it's a question mark going up against Colorado. They should be able to just completely stomp us, but you got to put up a fight. If you can get one point at least out of that game, that's that's a win to me. But we can't be losing points like this on teams that we should be beating. Because when we do play these tougher teams, Carolina, who's beaten us twice by a lot, and Colorado and Florida and Tampa, we need, it, those games that you expect to lose some points on, you need to get points on the other games. So looking forward to the rest of the season. Looking forward to going out to California in next week or a couple weeks, going to those games, um, seeing some more road games as well, and just enjoying the season while it's here because, you know, we're getting to the point where, you know, when the season ends, we don't even know if we're going to have baseball. or We don't even know if we're going to have something else to watch at this point. So enjoying it while it's here, having fun going to some of these games, and obviously the games at home as well. But hope that something happens. Hope that we turn this around and hope that the season gets better. I know that this team is capable of doing it. A little bit of help would definitely be beneficial. But we'll see. I hope that Sweeney does something at the trade deadline and that we can turn it all, turn it all around. But we got another episode coming next week. Like I said, me and Tim, it'll be our last episode before we do our next episode together which is always fun looking forward to that and yeah i mean i appreciate you guys that listen every week listen to whether it's just me whether it's with a guest whether it's me and tim but we appreciate it and following us on on instagram and social medias and all that is is great too because we get to interact so we appreciate all you guys um and we look forward to the next couple episodes and go Bruins. Hope they turn it around. And Tim will have plenty to say about the Celtics next week. So go Tatum in the All-Star game. Go Bruins in the meantime. 